you know, I encourage you to lean into that, lean into the discomfort, right? And, and what I mean by that is, Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Spark. I am so glad that you're here with us. Today, we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics, and that is your true power. Enchantment coach and embodiment facilitator, Cassandra Cirello, is passionate about helping people create their most enchanted lives. She helps them reconnect to the self reignite their passion and desires and rewire their thoughts, feelings, and energy. She has transformed her own relationship of self over the years using somatic and embodiment techniques from her studies in the art of presence to calm her nervous system and create the path that lights her up. Now she guides others to help them activate their most vibrant self and reconnect to their true heart's desires. I am so glad to have Cassandra here with me today. Welcome, Cassandra. Uh, thank you. It's such a pleasure to be here, Donalyn. Thank you for having me. Yes, yes, and I'm super excited about this topic that we're going to talk about, where we really talk about how can we express our true power. So that's really interesting, right? Because before we express it, we must embody it. And so I'm sure that we will go through that whole process. And uh, and this, I think, people, um, people have mixed feelings about power, right? Mm. They either really want it or they really don't want it, right? They, they, there's a lot of fear around what is our power and how is it appropriate and uh, how do we know how not to misuse it and, you know, all of those things. Like what, what really feels uh, like the space of true power. So I can't wait to, to talk about those things. Tell me a little bit about how this relates to you and your story and anything you'd like to tell us about it. Sure, yeah. So, mm, where do I start? I feel like, you know, a lot of us in childhood, there are points in our childhood that sort of cut us off from feeling like we can express our true childlike self, right? And um, for me, there were moments in elementary school where I felt like I didn't fit in, I was bullied, I didn't belong. And so I felt like I started to look outside of myself for validation, um, for this, um, yeah, this acceptance. But it, but it was because I felt like I wasn't enough, right? And I think that a lot of people listening can relate to that feeling and and so, you know, in reflection of when did this really start? It was really that time for me. And I felt like that just continued to snowball over the years where um, in my last business as an entrepreneur, I was constantly looking outside of myself for all the answers, not really knowing which way to go and who to trust. And so investing in all these coaches and this thing and that thing, and then just getting to burnout multiple times. Um 
And what I continue to see in the women that I support is that's kind of the ongoing narrative is that they're coming to me saying that they're exhausted, depleted, and on the verge of burnout. But the real problem is that, um, myself included, um, is that we're looking outside of ourselves for the answers. We're looking outside of ourselves to be validated. We're looking outside to be full and fulfilled versus going inside. And so when I started to do this work, I realized how disconnected I was from my body, first of all. Um, And it was this, like, it's been this journey. And I, I know that it's my soul's work to continue to come back to calm the nervous system, to say it's okay and not run to fight or flight mode when I feel like I'm scared or overwhelmed and continuing to soothe and soften myself from within. And that's really where our power lies is when we can, when we can come back to ourself and, and be the one, right? Be the one to nurture, to support, to honor whatever's going on inside and And that's what I believe is power. And that's been my journey. And like I said, it's my ongoing daily practice. But I can really catch myself in the moments where I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And I'm like seeking outside when it's really, it's a clue for me now to say, oh, well, why don't I sit with myself for a little bit? And what's really going on here? And how can I understand And try to find my own answer within because it's always there. It is always there. And yeah, so that's a little bit about my journey and why I'm here. And it's totally transformed the way that I show up in all of my relationships, in my business. Um, Well, my business is completely different now than what it was before (laughs) this work. Um, Yeah, and it's supporting me so much where I actually haven't been to that place of burnout like I was before. So it feels like I'm definitely making a lot of progress in my mind, body, and energy to come to this place of balance. Mm, That's really nice. You brought up so many amazing topics in that brief uh, talk, you know, that I feel like we should really bring them out as much as possible here. Uh, so, So I'd love to start with this concept that you got to in the last part of confusion versus power. So this is a really important thing I think a lot of times uh, people don't really know that they can't be powerful and confused at the same time right when you're in indecision when you're in a space of kind of guessing when you're in a space of like well I'll try there's no power behind it there's no internal power behind it and so that space you're talking about it it, it absolutely exhausts us right it, as you said Everybody gets exhausted from that because it's so much energy to go back and forth and back and forth and back and sort of be walking the tightrope of any decisions in your life and any actions in your life, right? And any thoughts you're having, right? You usually, even the thoughts go back and forth and go back and forth about that. So this idea that if you are feeling indecision, confusion, uh, a sense of uh, of 
not being able to to move forward confidently then th you can guarantee there's no power would you say that's that's you see that happen absolutely i love that the way that you're articulating all of that yeah because when we are indecisive it's probably because we're overthinking and overthinking is because there's so many options available and we're trying to rationalize and come to the best conclusion, right? For all parties involved and we're thinking about this person and that person and this person and that person before we even think about ourselves. And so when we're feeling indecisive or when you are feeling indecisive, um, those who are listening, you know, I invite you to take a moment and it's like, it's so hard in the moment because we're actually needing to do the complete opposite of what is occurring in the body. We're actually needing to take space and we're needing to not think about the thing. Um, and we're needing to come back to self. And so that usually means taking a walk or giving yourself a bit of a break um, and the mind doesn't want to do that because the mind is trying to grasp and understand and find the right answer and so this is how we're feeling inside right there's tightness there might be um, anxiety and uh, needing to know right but the mind is trying to figure everything out and so really what's important here is that we're moving out of the mind and into the body. So if you can give yourself some space and go for a walk and take some nice deep breaths and feel your feet on the ground with each step, your power starts to come back when you feel yourself, when you let go of the controlling mind, the seeking, grasping, controlling mind, when it's trying to tell you all the right things to do for everybody else but yourself. We always know what we want, but the problem is the indecision comes because we're trying to please everybody else. And we're trying to, oh no, but if we don't do this, then this person, if we don't do this, then this person, if we don't do this, then this person, whatever. And so what's so interesting, though, is that in that whole process of thinking about everybody else, you're not even acknowledging what you really want. So first, I would say to give yourself some space. Second, start to drop into the body. And even if that's just on your walk, feeling your feet on the ground. And third, ask, what do I really want? Because as soon as you can get clear on what you really want... It's so much easier to allow yourself, and maybe not for everybody, and maybe not in the beginning if you've never been able to honor really what you want first, but you'll start to see in your life that the people who, <laughs> the people who really love you will be on your side no matter what you choose, and they will be okay with it. And so you trying to make decisions for everybody else except for yourself doesn't serve anybody. Because people are going to judge you whatever you do. <laughs> so if you're worried about that and your indecision, it's really not going to get you anywhere. Choose yourself. And so this is really where your power lies. 
How can you start to honor your true desires? And it can be really difficult in the beginning, but try those three things that I said. Give yourself some space, take some breaths and go in the body, and then ask yourself, what do I want? That's awesome. That's great. Thank you, Cassandra. Um, I, I in particular want to um, pick out a few things for us to talk about a little bit more. And one is that idea that you just said about um, making decisions for other people, right? Is that that's really what's happening when we're deciding that, oh, that'll be uncomfortable in this relationship. If I do it or if I don't do it, that'll be uncomfortable over here. So-and-so is going to have this opinion and that opinion. And what I found is that uh, it, people's opinions are so different than what my opinion of their opinion is. Right. And uh, and that it's true. Right. I mean, people don't necessarily act from their history of of opinions. Right. And they certainly don't act from the interpreted history of their reactions. Right. Because it's all filtered through our experience as opposed to uh, actually what happened, you know. And so we may think to ourselves, hey, so-and-so always does this and so-and-so always does that. But when we allow people to have their own space, to have their own, even if it is that judgment, it is far less detrimental if it comes from outside of ourselves than if it comes from ourselves, because it really becomes part of our programming when we do that to ourselves. So I love that you bring that up. I feel like that is a that is something that addresses so many feelings. That's about guilt, right? That's shame. That we can talk about all these different feelings that are built on our uh, our desire to to make other people's choices for them about us so that we don't get hurt, right? I I mean, it is obviously based on don't let's not get hurt. Let's make sure that we're acceptable to everybody. But the thing is, you'll get hurt far less if you just let them have the criticism because <laughs> they don't they're not nearly as bad as whoever's in your head. Absolutely. I, I love that you say all of that. You're you're bang on. And and one thing I want to point out that you said, because I think it's like a societal thing is just this avoidance of discomfort right? We're so afraid to feel, oh no, this shame, this guilt, this, this unpleasant sensation in my body. So I'm going to do all of the right things and make the right decision so that I can avoid that. And, you know, I encourage you to lean into that, lean into the discomfort, right? And, and, what I mean by that is the more that you can embrace those feelings in the body, I would say that that's part of allowing yourself to be fully expressed. And that's where your power comes, right? Where we're not numbing, avoiding, running away from, and then making decisions for other people because we don't want to feel all of that. When just like you said, we have no idea how they're actually going to respond, so take a chance and lean into it. <laughs> Get a little, be risky, right? And and be okay with feeling your own feelings. Yeah, I love that you bring this up because that was the other place I was hoping to go uh, just from our conversation, like where it leads, is really about our bodies. And uh, we don't 
you know, as you said, as a society, we're not really, first of all, we're not really programmed to pay attention to them much. We're programmed to, you know, go for a run and do maintenance and eat a certain way. And, you know, it's all about maintaining the body as opposed to actually being in conversation with it. So mm. when we get in conversation with the body, you know, it reminds me so much in this conversation of early in my life, even before I knew there was a such a thing as a spiritual journey, right? When I was young, I always felt like I could be more comfortable. I could be more spiritual if I could just get rid of my body. If I could just not pay attention to it, that the key was to get out of your body, right? And then as time went on and I lived a little life and I had a little uh, uh, interaction with people and with myself and with my higher self, then I started to realize, as you've said, if you really lean in to having a discussion with your body about what it's upset about, then there's a whole different outcome to to what you can choose to the thoughts that you can have to the trajectory of your life really because that body is telling you things and just saying that isn't enough i cannot tell you how many people uh when they first come to me and go like oh yes my body talks to me and then we talk about it a little bit and i say well what does it say and they say i don't know it says it's unhappy right <laughs> so really taking that time I love that you talked about a walk is excellent you know right it's a great way to tune in to your body again and then really take the time to say oh this is upset this is angry this is worried this is whatever feelings are going on there and then ask why ask what's really happening to your body as opposed to your mind i love this visual that you had uh which you didn't it wasn't visual but it was to me um <laughs> that we move from the brain which always wants to be in charge right into the heart and the chakras and the our bodies and our feet and right and feeling the fullness of our physical experience here on earth there's no other way to get in touch with the soul but to allow the mind to quiet and to acknowledge that we are in a body and it's okay to be here. Oh, I love the way you articulate things. It's so beautiful. And this, this conversation with the body, yes, it's so important. And yeah, our body is the vessel, this beautiful vessel that we have to experience life here. Right. And it's, it's, it can be so juicy if we let it, right? Like, oh my goodness, can you be in the experience of your life? And so many women I work with, it's like they cut off the good feelings because all of a sudden the mind comes in and says, oh, you're not allowed to have that. Oh, you're not good enough for that. Oh, this, oh, that, oh, this, oh, that. So there's an invitation to feel your feet on the ground even right now like can you be in this experience as you're receiving this this um podcast as you're listening to this can you open your heart to receive it exactly we're moving out of the head and down into this realm and this is like uh, you said something else too um about wanting to like 
I think a lot of people think about elevating consciousness, right? And being in these alternate dimensions. And so we want to like raise up and we want to fly out. And so that is awesome. But it's also really important to be grounded right here, right now in this body, because this is the experience of your human experience. Yeah. And I would even add to that, that this is the only moment that exists, right? And that when we get into that understanding that our brains catalog, so our brains remember yesterday and they hope for tomorrow, but our experience is only in this moment. It is truly the only moment where there's any power, right? We can't access power in yesterday and we can't access power in tomorrow. We can hope for it, right? We can try to, to tap into something that was in the past that might make us feel powerful right now but the only power is here and now so that that sense of like uh you you talk about enchantment you know that sense of being in the wonder of life uh it's here it's now it's the only moment there is for it i just got like really intense goosebumps all over my body (laughs) as you were saying all of that because that's what it is. This is where your power lies in the now, in the now, in the now, in the now. And there's just now and now. And every time we're in the body, we're in the now. And so it's, it's this beautiful way to live life in your fully expressed you when you're in the now. Right. And the mind, when you're listening to all those thoughts, that's not even you. That's the conditioning. And so keep coming back to you in the now, in the now, in the now. And so a lot of the work I do is really helping people feel different parts of their body, activating them, turning them on when they speak, when they show up, where are they resting their attention? Right. Can we keep practicing coming down? down, down. And each time we do that in the now, 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 (laughs) you bring your power back to you. Because why? Because now you're not thinking about all the things that you got to do on your to-do list or all the people you got to make happy. You keep coming back into your body, into the present moment. And I, I say this to people all the time. This is like a quantum leap, you know, just coming into the present in the now. Oof. You're like reconditioning everything moment by moment by moment. So just one moment makes all the difference because then, oh my gosh, I'm here this moment. Then I have the power to remember and come back again. Ooh, I can come back again. It's safe here to be in the now. It is safe. And that's essentially what we're doing is creating safety in the body to have this experience that it's okay to be here now to be yourself, to express the things in the way that you want and show up in the way that you want. And it's a constant practice, but of being in the body, being in the now. So yeah, thanks for saying that. I love this conversation. It's so juicy. <laughs> I feel like we've, we've really talked about how to tap into that power, how to sort of you know open yourself up and be able to feel it and access it. Um, now let's talk about expressing power. So this is, um, th- this is really controversial. 
<laughs> right? Because uh, there's all sorts of societal norms about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in terms of expressing ourselves. And certainly um, that has been the case between genders and between races and between, we found all sorts of excuses to limit one another in whatever mm. form we could figure out to limit the other person, right? Oh, that part's different. Your, your eyebrows are different than mine. So you should be able to only do this part, right? And that's okay that the world doesn't really have a lot of space for that true power sometimes because how it flows through us when it's true power is really different than when it's demanding power, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that like, yeah, when we talk about the word power, I think a lot of people think in the, the way that you described it in the latter, like demanding or manipulative or overarching or um, just all of these like, I don't know, controlling ways of power. And it's funny because when you say power to me, I'm just like, ooh, like I want to, I want to, oh, it feels, it has a, such a different energy in my body because it, to me, just means you're coming back home and you're expressing yourself. And that's where you, I was going to use the same word, just that that's where your power lies, but in more descriptive terms, it's like when somebody walks into a room, right? And you really notice them, you really can feel their energy and you're like, wow. And they don't have to say anything. And it's like this magnetic power where you just feel drawn to a person, where you feel like, oh my goodness, I want to speak to them. They're influential just with their energy. Like this is the type of power that I'm talking about because that's just you radiating you. And, and it's naturally attractive and naturally magnetic. And so there's a drawing inward versus uh, drawing like a uh, needing to like get people to be like I am in power kind of thing it's almost like the opposite um and and so, sort of that's like the kind of energy of power that I'm that I feel and that I'm talking about um and that I teach the my clients right when we can activate the essence the natural essence within us and we can walk around being in that what people will start to notice what opportunities will start to to fall into your lap what things you're going to turn on because you are turned on to life you are activated in your energy in your essence and this is you being you and doing the things in life that make you feel good and so when we go back to what you were saying around yeah, just this misuse of power or this misuse of how to how do we express ourselves and overthinking everything and there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. Like when we you can get to that place of feeling totally aligned in who you are, I think there's people are just gonna notice who you are and are going to accept 
you because you're not overthinking. You're not doing things because somebody told you to do it. You are being you at the deepest core of who you are, of your essence. Does that, does that make sense? I feel like almost there's hard words to describe it, you know? Like it's hard to, to articulate some of these things because it's, it's, it's a lot it. of like energetic, right? It's like the ener energy of how we're showing up and, and how um, we're moving in life, in our, in our mind, body, and energy when they're all kind of coming together. So yeah, what, what, yeah. how does that land for you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great. I think that we come back to that piece again about what they think of me is none of my business, right? That sort of energy of like, I am willing to be unapologetically me. I loved your phrase, radiating you. I mean, that is just what a what a wonderful phrase, right? That um, that sense of when you are truly so so this internal feeling of your power of of being able to really radiate yourself or or um, or, or channel yourself, right? Of feeling yourself um, that that when you're in that space there isn't space for what other people think of you yes. there's no it's there's, it's overflowing with wonder and happiness and uh trueness authenticness right you being you all the way and then there's no space for what do they think of me and they still think things of you trust me oh absolutely but they're gonna think things of you no matter right. what you do. That's right. That's right. That's right. And sometimes they're really good things and sometimes they're really not good things, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's threatening to other people and sometimes it's not threatening to them. Sometimes they're like, oh, you, I love you. You're who I've been waiting for, right? You're an example of what I want to do in my life, right? And that's, that's a really powerful place to be when we can really walk in that power, not just express it in a moment, but really just walk through life in that kind of energetic, overflowing momentum that yes. that we read as power. Ooh, I love all the things you're saying. Yes. <laughs> overflowing. Overflowing where where there isn't space. I love all these words that you use because because genuinely, like we are these energetic balls walking around, right? We're like a human cell. If you can think about it, our auric field extends about one arm's length around our entire physical body. And so in life, that's where we have like, let's say all these little dents in it for our traumas and things that we carry. And so when we're actually radiating ourselves, it's this overflow of love inside this field where there isn't space for things to come in and mumble jumble our, our mind, body, and energy because we're just radiating pure love, pure acceptance, and pure you, this, this pure power. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, this is so wonderful. And I'm, I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. And you know, our time is always up really fast for it me on these, in these conversations. <laughs> I know, right? We could talk for another three hours. Um, but uh, I really want Cassandra for everybody to be able to get in touch with you. You are such a powerful practitioner. And I, I, I want people to be able to connect. How can we do that? 
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Donalyn. Yes. So I am quite active on Instagram. I love the platform. You can follow me at coaching with Cass. You can also um, visit my website, coachingwithcast.com. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I love meeting new people on Instagram mainly. If you want to drop me a DM, give me a follow. I love interacting with community and I also host monthly workshops where if any of what we talked about intrigues you, um, I have different themes every month where we sort of dive into expressing your authentic power, finding your clarity and creating your most amazing life. So if any of those, <laughs> if any of those resonate, definitely um, check out the website or follow my Instagram to find out more. That's great. And those monthly workshops are free? Those are free. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. It's a great, great way for you to um, come learn a practice, meet me and, you know, be in community with women. It's such a beautiful space. So yeah, I'd love to meet you. And thank you, Donalyn, for this time. This conversation has been so deeply nourishing. I hope that whoever is listening, that this was nourishing and enriching for you in some way and that you're taking something home with you. Yes, indeed. That is a good thing to hope. That is great. Thank you so much. Um, and I want to remind everybody that they can always go to unbreakable.guide to get your guide to being unbreakable. Now, this is a really important piece of the puzzle we were just talking about, right? Because we made reference to all these frameworks and thought patterns that are different from the way that, that we're generally raised. And um, and all of that is laid out for you, right? It's all sp spelled out in 27 pages or whatever it is. And uh, along with some practical tools to be able to do some of that grounding work we talked about. Uh, and uh, even when you're in, in the midst of it, which is always the, the kicker for me, that's the part that I go like, okay, great. If I had time for a walk, you know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so all that is there. And you can also, of course, find me at donalyn.blog is my website. So unbreakable.guide and donalyn.blog. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time.